the Pivotal Film. I am Tom Nolan. And I'm Laura Ponzio. And we're back. We've been <laughs> we've been away for a while, right? So much so that we forgot about Andy. Oh, yeah. and I'm Andy Berry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Andy. <laughs> Mario. Sorry. Uh, yeah. We got excited. It was <laughs> premature introduction. It was... I'm very excited about the fact that we have not been... You know, a part of the world for a while, so yeah. Yeah, welcome, welcome back to us to uh, we've film watched, society. We've watched a lot of movies. Andy and I definitely have watched a lot of movies. I've watched some movies. Andy and I have watched like ten thousand movies. I think <laughs> mostly t- like 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 fifteen movies. I think. Pro- I think I've watched more than you because I caught up on some bad ones like Little Mermaid and stuff. So oh, okay. <laughs> why would you do that? So I could say I watched it. I watched. So we do our worst list. Yeah. You can just be like definitively Little Mermaid. Well, I on. do. I I definitely have a new worst movie of the year already. Very too. good. It's Wait, not is that Little Mermaid one. your worst movie of the year? Huh? Is Little Mermaid no. like the worst? No, it's Meg Two. We'll get oh, to that right. someday. We talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? The Meg Two. Oh yeah. But speaking about movies, I watched Song Eight or Ten or whatever. It's Ten, right? Yeah. The best or rated, one and a half. The best rated Saw film in the history of Saw. Mm-hmm. Man, it was fine. That's my review of it. It was <clears throat> perfectly okay Saw movie. There's not much to say about it. Any any interesting um, puzzles? No, there, no, no, not no, puzzles, not at all. Traps? No, the traps. Yeah. Uh, no, not at all. Um. It is a movie that I, I give it credit for. It took an hour to become a movie. So, like, uh, it, it, it sets up everything very well. But They didn't immediately start sawing people's, no. you know, legs off and shit. No, somebody gets a, their eyes cut out, but it's not actually getting their eyes cut out. It's fine. Yeah, I saw that today. I was reading that, like... The Ringer's rankings of the 73 traps, and it was like, oh, this would be better if it was real. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what about? It's that not mean? real. <laughs> All right. Well, you talked about this. Like, you wanted, you had thought. I was interested go, in it only yeah. because, you know, it was got like an 83%, and like, I don't dislike those types of movies, and I just kind of wanted to go out and like do something, and I was like, ugh, the creator seems so soft. Um, so I was going to do that, but then yeah, I, we're seeing the then I creator tomorrow. So cool. It'll be on on demand fairly soon. I want to see it on the big screen. I heard just visually, it's pretty stunning. So, yeah. right, it just it doesn't like Asian people. <laughs> Apparently, what else? What, what else did you guys see? What what other movies did you guys see together? Oh God, what what are we leaving into? <laughs> Dumb money. Dumb money. <laughs> Dumb money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, Mario. <laughs> yeah, Dumb money. Oh, Dumb money, man. <laughs> Wall Street is betting that this company is going to fail. But if it fails, these hedge fund assholes make a shit ton of money. 70,000 people have watched this video. Titty, I love you! If he's in, I'm in. If he's in, I'm in. GameStop, those shares not stopping. Holy fucking shit. Holy shit. We should probably dial in. Holy fucking shit. You got rich dudes pissing in their pants right now. They're coming after you. You've been served. Wall Street cheated. You have to testify before Congress. The game has changed. A lot of people feel the system is broken. 
that there's no hope for the little guy. Maybe now there is. Shit balls. Babe, how much did we make today? Five million. How much did we lose today? A billion. And yesterday? Four million. And yesterday? A billion. Babe. Yeah. We're like really fucking rich. I really like that money. Do, do you want to do anything on it? Like, do we want to do a lead in or just kind of do a quick talk? On I mean, it? you can kind of tell us what it's about. Like, yeah, it's just do the, generally. Do the, do the plot description, Andy. So, the, the money is just a. It's about the uh, GameStop uh, situation that happened in 2020 where uh, people on Reddit. 2021, I think. It was the end of 2020. 2020 into, into 2021. 2021. Okay. Yeah. And people on Reddit and YouTube were, uh, were doing a short squeeze on the uh, large head funds for GameStop. And this movie I really liked. Yeah, no, it was. I thought it was a lot of fun. You get a solid Paul Dano performance. Paul Dano is very good in it. Mm-hmm. Doing the doing like the Christian Bale part in Big Short, or is it different, or what? I don't like who does. How does this movie compare to movies like The Big Short? So I only watched half of Big Short, so I don't really know much about it. The it's movie. very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, it's a lot of the same conceit. Um, I. Probably like the Big Short a little bit better. Mm-hmm. This one's more fun, mm-hmm. I would say, um, just with the narrative. Because the Big Short stops and does all those weird vignettes in the middle that explain terms and stuff. This kind of brushes over and that they, stuff. You get all like Shailene Woodley here. Shailene like, Woodley is very good. There's, a, there's it's a it's a large cast, so mm-hmm. there's not a lot. No, the big... best. So the best part of this movie is um, Pete Davidson, though. Yes. Oh yeah, that's true. Which is Pete Davidson insane. plays a. <laughs> Keith Gill's brother, which is Paul Dano, mm-hmm. and he's kind of a kind of a fuck up, but he just it's just the perfect um, right amount of Pete Davidson, I'll say. Okay, he's very very funny. He's very Pete Davidson, but in a good way. Yes, yeah, cool. I would say Pete Davidson. He's might he might be a best supporting actor nominee for huh. me. Yeah, which is pretty crazy, but. Yes, I mean, the cast is huge. Paul Dano, Pete Davidson, Vincent D'Onofrio, American Ferrer, Nick Offerman, Anthony Ramos, Sebastian Stan, Shailene Woodley, get, Seth you Rogen. You get a nice, like, Seth Rogen performance. But everyone's got very, it's, like, pretty small parts for, it's, I'd know. say it's mostly Dano and Rogen that are the two doing most of the scene work. Have the lifting, yeah. yeah. Mm. Cool. Yeah, I'm gonna. You know, when it comes out on streaming, it'll be something. That yeah, I, it's not something you need to see on the big screen for sure. So, but I do highly recommend. It. I think it's in my top ten of the year so far. Oh, cool. So, yeah, I really would, liked the money. Be in my top ten as well. The money creeping up, creeping up the charts here. Pivotal film. Um, all right, so we have a different kind of thing going on here for the next. We're doing five more movies. Yeah, there's too many movies we're talking about today. <laughs> it's, it's fine. I'm so confused right now because... Some of these will be quick. We're going to do... No, none of them will be quick. We're going to be here for hours. Uh, that's fine. Um, I have created... We're going to draw them out of a hat, but my hat is just the palm of my hand, and I'm just going to shake them up like this. You just already sh- dropped one. Yeah. Shake them, and then I'm going to let them fall, and I'm just going to pick one up, and that's going to dictate what the first... The, which movies we're going to do. What's the first movie? I don't know. What is it? What is it? It's like the Powerball drawing, right? <laughs> it's Cassandra, isn't it? It is Cassandra! Whoa! I knew it! 
Mi papá, introduce me to lucha libre. Took me to a few matches. You don't see him no more? ¿Eres luchador? Sí. Ay, mi hijo, tú tan hacendoso. I've been doing real fights since a couple of years ago. You know what the rock? They don't see nothing else. ¿Estás preocupado? You ever thought about being an exótico? They don't let exoticos win. I want to flip it. Mi voz puede volar, puede atravesar. Cualquier herida, cualquier Things are going to be a little different tonight. This guy right here is an exotico. Stop wasting my time. Toma forma de canción. Así es mi voz. Que sale de mi corazón y volará. Digo, a mí no me importa que sea del otro bando. Pero ¿por qué no lo tiene que estar restregando en la jeta? I'm pushing things. The other wrestlers think you're getting too big. Tienes que cuidarte. Mario, you go ahead and, then, and then lead us in with some Cassandra. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm. I'm not gonna. I just. I loved everything about this movie. Um, do, do you want to intro it? Give us a. Who the fuck up? is Cassandra, Mario? Cassandra, Tell us about Cassandra. Cassandra is an exotica. He is a. He's a, a Mexican pro wrestler, who is also gay, who just, you know, wrestles. I mean, that's and this is his. And it was, he was a real guy. Yeah, yeah and I mean, this is his. You know, not a life story. It's just like a segment of of his life when he becomes, when he figures out the Cassandro character. Yeah. Um, up until after watching a like, TV show. Well, he just he, I guess he, you know, not to step anybody's toe, not to step like any like descriptions that we're gonna do or anything like that. But he he really wants to find a way to be like himself on stage. So he's been kind of trained or like educated in the ways of, of the Lucha Libre. So when we meet him originally, he's got a mask on and he's trying yeah. to do some, some Lucha Libre things, but he's little and he gets, keeps getting booked to fight Gigantico and like, you know, who was a huge guy. So he basically is getting paid to just throw himself at this guy and he can't do any of his, can't do any of his stuff. He can't express himself and he figures out a way um, to be more authentically himself while also being, like, um, the best wrestler that he can be. Um, and this, and it kind of takes, I mean, I don't know when, 
I didn't. I meant to I mean, do some research last night, and I then mean, I just I, kind of, I just forgot. So. I did a little because I was curious. This is a very, very much sanitized version of his real life, and and it's a, a lot of. Con, it's fairly convenient, but that's probably for storytelling because it is a sports movie at its heart. I would uh-huh. say. So you're gonna have those same sort of beats that you get in a, a sports movie. You know, the guy rising up from the bottom, becoming you know a big sensation and all that. And then there's some downfalls, and then comes back up at the end. So. Mm-hmm. But there's there's no chance Gail Garcia, uh, Burnell, gets a actor nomination, right? Like he. So here's the thing. I don't. I mean, I guess I want to. I'll kick this off, and then I'll kick it to both of you guys. And I'm specifically interested. Because I to think hear. the two of us. Love this movie. Yeah, yeah. I am. Um, I've got nothing bad to say about this this movie. I think it's. I think it's like you said. It's a. It's a pretty rote sports movie. Um, in its at its core, there's more interesting things going on. Um, and he gives, I think, a fairly outstanding performance. Agreed. Albeit, and I'm curious to find out what you think about this. I thought I would get more out of him in the wrestling ring, like not really? so much through the wrestling, but like, but like the, like. The artistry, the, 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 the personality stuff. There's like, it's pretty. Yeah. It's pretty static when he goes, when he's up doing stuff. The camera's not doing like, it's not accentuating things as not much sure. as I, there's not enough style to well, the wrestling scenes for him. And I just, I thought he, I thought well, it could have well, sapped exotic, some of the energy exotic, out of him. Exotico stuff doesn't have like a, it doesn't demand a lot, right? So like it, no. But I thought he, I thought the, I thought the. The direction in the in the camera work could have added some of no, some style sure, to sure. it. I, yeah. I, I so agree. it seemed a little dry. I just want to note that this this director, it's his first narrative feature. Mm-hmm. He's a, a documentarian, so he doesn't really some have, of that. Make, I think that might be a lot of yeah. what you're missing out because you're right. It's like the in in ring like matches was not didn't look as good well, as I was hoping. Like we were, I'm saying, I mean, we were, we were talking about this, like yeah. Gail Garcia is doing hard bumps. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, I like, think he's his doing, wrestling he's stuff actually, is like, good. As a, I'm a big wrestling guy, obviously. So, like, he's, like, Gail Garcia is doing hard, like, there's, um, his do the table bump, but every other bump besides that, he's doing all those yeah, bumps. Yeah, I was trying to look for cuts to see if they're putting doubles in, and there just really wasn't barely no. any of those in there. And it, to, it was impressive. To that exact point, <clears throat> I think... He's got enough dramatic moments in here that if the movie got seen by enough people and got enough buzz, like if this got, if the Golden Globes, if they figured out well, how he gets, to, he gets a Globe nomination. But but uh, absolutely, yeah. I, so that's the thing. I'm not 100 percent sure because the comedy musical thing is going to be big. Yeah. He's not going to get a drama one. If they figured out a way to spin this into some kind of a comedy thing, I think he could sneak one out, and then you could have the, um, Ter- the Taron Edgerton or. What's the guy's name that played Elton John? Like, who was just kind of hovering? Like, yeah, as Taren, 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 yeah. yeah. The, you remember that year? He was just like the sixth guy. Like, maybe he squeaks one out here. I think he could because he's, especially that last scene with his dad is just fucking phenomenal. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. The, my my biggest problem with this movie is like the all the stuff with the mom is a little like on the nose. I that, think. I mean, that's a sports movie. That that's what I'm saying. Like, I like this movie. I really like the performance. The I, lo- I mean, I love this movie, the, but I didn't love the movie like you. But it just seemed a little too convenient, like the way that it's the, easy. Like the, like it's, it's, easy. it's it's a rote sports. It's very movie. easy. The, yeah. the, the crowd, you know, turning so quickly and being on his side just did not seem accurate because they were yelling hard f bombs at him. I think my issue with this movie is like 
it's it's a very easy movie, but Gail Garcia is so fucking He's very good. good. He's really yeah. good. Like, he's ridiculously good it's a, in this. It's the best I've seen him in, I think. So, yeah. I haven't seen a ton of his movies. But. I um, have been, you know, I've been, he's just is so committed to this. Yeah. And you see it in every single thing that he does. He's, it's, and so this is, um, Kind of just like what we were talking about before with like the style and like the first time like narrative film and stuff like that. There's times when the the, the film is not serving his performance and it seems a little not out of place because he's what he's doing is right. Do you know? But like everything else is not like do you know on want, his level? You know what I want almost? to direct in this movie? Alex Ross Perry. Alex Ross Perry would have would have got made, down in it. Yeah. Fucking made a perfect movie here. Well, because he would have, so he would have been satisfied to establish the mother relationship with like one or two scenes instead of like continually going back to her. Um, and to this just, movie felt like a like it was attempting to be an Alex Ross Perry movie. It just want, it wanted to be, and that, maybe that was the other thing. It wanted to be. I don't know if you agree with that, but no, I think it's a good one because the, I think especially I just watched her smell again. Um, the color scheme and stuff like that, it's, it's very similar, and it has. Uh, it's doing a lot of different stuff, but uh, or a lot of similar things in terms of action in, in, in some of the camera movements, but it's less, it seems more measured here mm-hmm. instead of like what you need, which is like a frenetic pace. Like, actually, I, the movie I thought about at the ending when, he stand, when he's fighting um, Son of Santos mm-hmm. and he's getting his fucking ass kicked and they're like dropping all those F bombs on him or that, you know. That other f bomb, yeah, and he like finds himself on like in he's up in the upper when deck and he's when standing screaming like that, or yeah. Whatever. That scene is so fucking long and like it reminded me of Alien when and I make fun of this all the time because I think the original Alien is a stupid movie, um, but it's just it's because it's old and like there's when the alien crawls out of the, the like, that like cabin thing at the end and it's like a minute of like this slow moving guy in an alien costume like yeah. trying to squeeze out of this thing while a strobe light's blinking. That was that was that last scene reminded that for, for me where it's just like they're taking so long to establish him up there and then he's there and then they cut to the crowd and then he's standing there again in the same pose. I'm just like, okay, I get it. He's up there. Let's drop but him I, and I then think, move. I think he's doing such a good job though. He's doing a great job, but the, that's what I'm saying is that like the, the there's not enough energy to the filmmaking. That's her. That kind yeah. of holds it back to me from being like um like of the wrestler or something, yeah, exactly. and and it's and it stays a it stays a uh, a King Richard. It stays like a, a well executed sports movie. Fair. It's better than King Richard, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's it's hitting those sports yeah. movie beats. No, it's fair. As as you know, in a good in a good way. But um, let's, let's, let's see what, what else you got? Anything else? Oh no, let's, uh, I want to see what else. Uh, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna throw him up in the air again. Your guess. Um, I think it's gonna bottoms. be all right. Nah, bottoms really? Wait, I'm gonna pick up this one on the floor here. I think it's past lives. Past lives is my guess. It's past lives. Uh oh. Wow. Makes me feel like I can't live without you. Makes me feel like I can't live without you. Makes me feel like I can't live without you. Makes me feel like I can't live without you. Makes me feel like I can't live without you. Makes me feel like I can't live without you. Makes me feel like I can't live without you. 
내가 사귀었을까 헤어졌을까 부부가 됐을까 아이들을 가졌을까 너는 나를 왜 찾았어? 한번더 보고 싶었어 If two strangers walk by each other in the street and their clothes accidentally brush that means there have been 8,000 layers of inyan between them want you to stay Right, so Past Lives is a movie that we have been hearing about and, and meaning to see for a really long time. It was the toast of all the early films. Is this a Sundance movie? Yeah. Um, it was a toast of Sundance. It's, you know, uh, one of the highest rated uh, films it's, on Rotten Tomatoes all year. considered, like, the best movie of the year, so. It's got a 98%, which means that there's some contrarians that are in there, like, I read some, some putting of those some today, splats so, yeah. just for no reason. Um this film is directed by Celine Song. It stars um, Greta Lee as Nora, who um, grew up in Korea, but her parents immigrated to America or to Canada when she was 12. And when she was in Korea, she had a, a friend, perhaps even a potential boyfriend, someone she was into named Hae Sung, uh, played by uh, Tio Yu. Um, and, and, she leaves, and he never sees her again. And then 12 years later, he finds her, and then uh, they start talking on the internet. He's in Korea. She's in New York. He's becoming an engineer. She's becoming a writer. And then uh, they lose track of each other again for another uh, 12 years, and she's married to John Magaro by this point. We um, love John Magaro We here. do love some John Magaro. Um, and uh, Song finds, uh, you know, they reunite. And um, the end of this movie is kind of... Uh, you know, it's a it's a tense Ooh, yeah. romantic uh, triangle there for a minute, and um, and th- I mean that's that's the crux of this movie. I think what's one of the interesting things is that like it's one of the great one of those great like modern movies where like not a whole lot happens yeah, it's and like, it's just so right before we started this podcast, I said fuck this movie, fuck this movie seven times. I think. I mean, we just finished watching it a half hour ago, so. All of our best takes have are immediately after we watch them. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's it's a fantastic movie. It's it's weird. It's, I um, it's a weird movie. I, I respect the shit out of it. No, absolutely. I don't love it. Same. I I feel I it seems I I, I love this movie. I think Greta Lee is fantastic. I in think this. she's I think she's good. I think she's good. I don't know if this. This movie may be angry, so it has to be a good movie. I know, but I think it's because it's good. It is good. But I'm not 100% sure what her character is about. And I'm not 100% sure that the film knows what her character is about either, is where I, is where I left it. And I'm not 100% right. sure that the... And the, I feel like the same thing about Hey Sung is that like they've got the bones of really interesting characters here, hey and yo, they've got hey, a... Hey, hey, hey Yo or whatever? Uh, Teo Yo, yeah. yeah, yeah. They've got the bones of a really of, of two really interesting characters there, but then it kind of is hoping that the the masterful Grizzly Bear score and the cinematography and the vibes you know like score I like the they score. use the fucking shit out of it, but I think it's a beautiful score. I, I like the score. Um, I think they're hoping that that's going to convey the right messages, and I, I'm not sure that it does. It gets a little lost. So 
We just, my, you my guys issue, just watched it, so yeah, I'm, my I'm issue very with curious. This movie is like, um, I just want to know what the two of them are doing, right? Right. We're, like, we were talking about this, I was just like, kiss. I just wanted them to kiss. That's not and what the movie was. Can right? I ask you a question? Yeah. Why did you want them to kiss? I, I don't know. It's just because that's what you're used to seeing these movies. Like, that, and that's, that's definitely what not what I, and that's, it's, I just, it's I, funny. So it's, it, this movie could have been easy and it wasn't easy. Right. And like, I wanted like easy. You wanted that, that kind of resolution there? Yeah. And so I think, because I kind of feel, I kind of But I think it's amazing same. that it wasn't easy. It, it is, but I was also very prepared to dislike her at the end. And I was kind of bummed that it didn't kind of take the, it didn't take that chance. It left us both, it left the audience having to reconcile like well, pretty I'm muted gonna say feelings it's, about it's, all of them, except for John Magaro's character. Who yeah. this this is the uh, this movie reminds me of um, Portrait of Lady on Fire, hmm. like where it's there's a real intensity to it. There's like a, a strong raw intensity, which I love. Like this movie is so raw. And I love like super raw movies, and this movie was raw. Can, uh, and raw how? And yeah. I don't. Not that I disagree. I don't disagree with you. I want. I want to like restart a conversation based on like that idea because I get how Portrait of a Lady on Fire is raw. There's exposed, open, open this, wounds that we understand yeah, like yeah, implicitly. Yeah. I'm not 100 percent sure. And so this is my point: is that they're it's definitely raw. There's de they're definitely wounded. I'm not 100% sure I understand why. Yeah. You don't think this is raw? It's totally raw, but I don't know why. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, I don't know why they're so wounded. And I think the movie is hoping, like I said, I think the movie is hoping that the vibe will let us feel that wound and that will be enough. But I kept bumping up against the fact that, like, why does he, I, why does well, he care yeah, so much? Why does know. she this, fucking this, care so much? So this movie hurt me. Like, it, it hurts. It's deal, you're dealing with it on, like, a primal emotional yeah. level. Right. And that's the, the the place we always run into these which conversations. Is, which is great, because like, I, sure. I love a movie doing that, right? So I love a movie being so... Like, this movie feels aggressive. Mm. Um, and mm. I, which is funny, because... You don't think it's aggressive? This, it was... I don't know. I kind of found it boring. Mm. See, I didn't Hot find it... Hot take. I, yeah, this is good. Because I didn't... Hot I, take. I definitely didn't find it boring. I was just kind of like, Why? Well, that's so, a, they're just like having conversations. It almost felt like they're having the same conversations over you, and over you found, again. You found it boring when like John, like John no, Majero is just like sitting there being like the the best part of the movie is like the last the last act when John Magaro's in it. I think the Magaro, first sorry. the beginnings it just was. What are we doing here? I mean, I think it was it's beautiful. I think it's I. I, I like the use of technology during the Skype stuff. That was actually really interesting, how she made like all the freezing and stuff happen. I thought that looked cool. Because um, it just would remind me of you of back using Skype. But like, um, so, I, have but thoughts, just, I have thoughts about that at the end of our conversation about this movie, but continue. So like, literally, Greta Lee is one of the most attractive women ever. My problem um, with Greta Lee in this movie is that she's in The Morning Show, and I fucking hate The Morning I've Show, and it seen the tainted... Show. Her performance for me that she she's in Russian Doll and I like Russian Doll. So. That's true. I, maybe I should have watched more Russian Doll. Sorry, go ahead, continue. But no, so like the entire fact of John Magaro being or Magaro or whatever how you say his name, um, just being this guy and like there's an intensity between her and uh, 
Tio. Tio Yo, yeah. Yo, that just like I love about but, this movie. And that's the thing. So you are feeling that, and I'm recognizing it, and then saying, "Why? Why?" I, and that's and that's 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 where I that's where this movie, like we both we all agreed, and I didn't chime in on this, but this movie's gonna take. This is a a marinator. Yeah, I'm gonna, I, I, I I'm need gonna to re-rent or buy this movie when it becomes like nine ninety nine to buy, yeah, so I could watch well, it like two or three it. more times. Okay, <clears throat> so we rented on Amazon, so I might I'll watch it maybe again tonight while I'm like putting clips in. But like the thing that I keep going back to, I mean, again, so this movie, I don't know. There's a lot of talk. Is, it's is like this what movie, bums you out about it? Yeah. Oh, bums me out is no, I don't know if it bums me out. It's just that I just want to understand better. I think there there's, I think that. There's a conscious decision to not flesh this stuff out, and and I think that was the wrong. I think that was the wrong decision because I think the third character in this movie, so John Magaro's character Arthur, is actually the character that we know the most about. Well, for sure, yeah. And I think that's a problem. That's true because we shouldn't. And again, the, everyone's acting their fucking faces off. Um, everyone is deeply committed to this project but the other two the two main actors just don't have a base and he does have a base because yeah, they we, that's, that's we met her he met her and then he built his life on like he's going to visit her family he's learning korean his favorite food is a korean food he's built well, all this stuff on top of her and she's I'm, resisted that's the thing i love about this movie right. though is like he's in love with her right like, yeah. he's in in Intensely in love with her. Yeah, the scene in the and in the bed not, was she's really not, good. Yeah, she's not in love with him. See, and that's what I love. She? About, no, she's just yeah. she's fine with him. I but the is. thing I love about this movie is like he is so insanely intensely yeah. in love with yeah. her, and she's not. She's, I think she loves him, but she's not like at the level that he is. Right, and, and I think that would I I like movies where it's. Somebody like there's intensely that, loving somebody. Sure, and I think you also love movies where that just from a raw feeling, like emotion standpoint, where like that kind of is is it doesn't get there all the way. So there's that that wound stays open, and then you just keep feeling that stuff. That's I mean the best scene of the movie. I pointed this out when we were watching it. At the end of the movie, she's crying. Her and Te- and um, Hey Song. They hug, they don't kiss, they hug, and she goes back to Fucking Arthur, they, they and she starts sobbing, and they, they walk up the stairs, and they open the front door to their building, and then they open the like the vestibule door to the building, and they both close. And it's brilliant yeah. filmmaking, I thought that was because really both neat. of the yeah. doors, both of her doors have now closed. Yeah. His door is closed, she's never going to see him again. Like, we know she's never going to see him again. And, and the relationship that she has with Arthur is irreconcilably... I don't know if I'd say broken, over, but it's tainted. Yeah. It's got a thing to it. There's and that's that. and that's over. My my question for her is, or my question for Celine Song is that if you want us to feel like her and John Bagaro's character are not like like in like totally in sync, I think you gotta show us that. Because what we see, what we see is that they are in sync. But she just misses Korea. John McGraw is different in sync, though. But he's they they but they you know she brings him coffee at his book signing. Yeah, yeah. He's um you know she said you 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 listen to my plays and give me notes and things like that. 
But then she has that one conversation about like he makes me feel like I'm Korean again, and she's like, "Is that something?" Which you, is a weird line. Is that something you wanted? Like yeah. I'm not sh- like at, at no point up till now that seemed like something that you wanted. It seemed like you were something that was something you were actively fighting against. And then the like one of the best line again. So this is a movie that's going to show up like all over my things, even though I'm still like trying to figure it out. One of the great lines of like movies this year is when she's like, "Are do you think you're the ants? Do you think you blah 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 are like my parents' like answer to like the, or what they wanted their immigrant my immigrant experience to be or something like that?" Yeah, yeah. It was beautiful, and 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 he kind of doesn't say anything, and I, the viewer, am just kind of like, "I think he is," because they are this guy, the life that they were living with you with like you know Nora and her sister. Is this life? We're yeah, bohemians think, and artistic I people. I think that's my issue with this movie is like he is the answer. Like he, and I don't know why she doesn't see it. And that's and I think that's well, that's my think, problem I with just it. Think, yeah, you know, know what I mean. I don't know. If, I, I think you guys are maybe reading too much into this a little bit. <laughs> what are we doing here if we're not reading too much into it? <laughs> but again, I just finished the movie. I need to watch it again and real still marinate on it. But I think this, I don't think this was a. Romantic movie. This is a platonic friend thing. I just don't know why well, they were no, so obsessed with each other. But I think that's I think, but like uh, John Bagara and um, I, Greta it, Lee are not platonic. Yeah, like that is. But I, I didn't get any sense that there's any strain in their relationship. Right. But, I think that's what I, that was my that was my comment. Is that like she doesn't seem to be searching for anything else. Yeah, until this thing comes up, and then she's like, "Oh, this well, guy." So, but she's so not searching first. She just thing re- about, re- so, connecting. Yeah. The thing I love about this, the thing I I think I love about this movie is the fact that like she is at a position in her, her life where she wants to find something. I guess, mm-hmm. like so. I assume she's in love with her husband. Yeah. And, but she needs to find that right. So she like has this thing with uh. Where it's easy. It was an easy relationship. But her relationship with John McGarrow is complex. Complicated, yeah. And it's also, and there's I not much to I think it. That's, I think that's, it's maybe an unsaid thing with this movie, but I think it's, it's a complex relationship that is not satisfying. No, it's, it's fine. Or has too much baggage. Yeah, because of like the green card marriage and like all this other. Even though they were dating already, they had met. They were living together, but like she was only living together with him because she lost her rent. No, my entire thing of this movie is like when John is looking at her, he is intensely in love with her. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Um, he doesn't know what to do, Mm -hmm. and that's the thing I love about this movie is like there's an intensity to the love that is like not said. Right, and I think. I hit on that as well, and I had the exact same thought to the point, but it's he knows what to do until this guy shows up, and then he's like, well, I don't know who, I don't know what to do with you. I knew what to do with this person pre-Hey-Song coming, but so, now I don't know what to do with but, this person. Yeah. And so my anger with this movie, which is whatever, is the fact that like those two, like John and Greta, are meant to be together. Yeah, and you want you know you want uh, Tio and Greta to get there, but yeah, like, yeah, I that's I'd, not I right. never wanted that. That's why like at the end, and you're wanting them to kiss. I didn't want them to be together. That didn't that wouldn't have made sense. No, for sure. No, it, 
I didn't want them to get Thinking together. About I just it wanted now. them to like, shit or get yeah, off the pot no. with that with that like relationship. Either do it or don't do it. Um, because I didn't understand why she was feeling so intensely about this guy. No, again, that's the why. I'm, that's where I'm still at. Because how long were they even friends in Korea? It didn't seem like very... years, I think. Well, no. they were 12 years, and then yeah, but who knows how long was, they were... Because uh, they were just like... They were kids. Yeah, it was 24 and, years, right? And they went on one date like right before they moved. So how long right. were they actually like how, friends? Like they were maybe in the same class together for... However, in a maybe long. a couple of years, or and something. then they lost track for twelve years, and then they found each other. Yes. And then they were talking for. So I just didn't get the connection, but I, right. it, it may go down to just the Korean lore that they keep bringing up throughout the movie about how like everyone's all the threads and yeah, I forget the word for it, and that that may be the crux of this whole movie. Inion, yes, which I kept I kept saying that, and I was like, funny. <laughs> but and and that might be just what this is about about how we're all somehow connected and there's different intensities of that connectivity that we're different types of relationships and trying to break that down it's hard cuz she didn't know how to feel about him like whether it's i don't think she ever felt romantically well, towards that's him that's the thing I love well, about this movie is like is like she doesn't know how to feel and that's i think really smart with the indian stuff because I think they keep talking about that. And I think they have convinced themselves that there's more here than there is. And it's at that moment, like, uh, to your point, I want both of them to kind of, like, recognize that or go headlong into the opposite of that. Just, and, like, and like I just she breaks up her... I just want to be happy. Sure, that's, yeah. but that's the thing. And the, but I, I don't... I'm left with an un untied thread or we're left with an untied thread which I don't think have, had to have been left untied and I think they did it for like emotional impact reasons yeah. more so than like um, a true narrative like um, like the, the character demanded to go here yeah. I think they just kept them apart yeah. on purpose um, but again we and there's precedence for us Re like coming back to stuff. So if we've watched this, if we've all watched this movie a couple more times, we have more to say about it. We'll pick it back up. Yeah, um, I yeah. It, next I, movie, by the way, is uh, VHS. That's, okay, okay. alright. It's gonna be VHS. Shaking them, shaking them. Andy, finish it. your thought while I'm shaking. Uh, it's already gone. Uh, it's VHS, right? Sure, it's you, gone. You're always right. Which one do I pick up, Mario? You know what I was doing last night. No, but whatever it was, you sound very excited. If my party and my husband doesn't want to dance with me. I'll dance with you. Maybe we have to take more risk. So now you're falling in love with someone else, you're taking that risk. Think what's happening between us. You cannot change someone like him. What they think, what they want to do. I think I'm falling in love with you. I say that to know that image. I say it when I feel it. You say it when he talks about you. I felt something that I hadn't felt in a very long time. This is what always happens, we just forget. 
folks, we're going to go right into passages. Okay, now we're doing That's why I played the clip for passages between these two things. Do you want me to do passages? Toma- uh, passages is the new movie by Iris Sachs, who's a filmmaker that I've never really kind of responded I'm to. Not at all. I'm not even like familiar with her. Him. Him? Yeah, mm-hmm. I've seen two That's of his. That's how much you don't really. I've seen two of his movies, and both of them are like, cool. It's a movie. I mean, I love. Franz. Franz Rogowski. Uh, And so that's where we're at. That's where we start. He is a filmmaker named Tomas or Thomas because he's German. He's not Spanish. Um, He is married to a... I'm bringing up the character. Martin. Martin, who's played by Ben Ben Whishaw. And... uh, Have fun with that one. (laughs) Adele Xarkopoulos. Yes. Oh, nice. Um, From Blue is the... Warmest Color. Warmest Color. Right. Um, Plays um, Agat, who is... uh, a friend of, of someone who worked on his film, and, and he meets her at, a, at the rap party for his new movie called Passages. And uh, he's a little frustrated with Martin, and so he starts dancing with Agat, and uh, they end up sleeping together. And um, this opens up a whole can of worms um, between him and Martin. Um, and the film really is a kind of character study on how this... Guy Tomas or Thomas, I keep wanting to say Tomas because it's spelled the Spanish way, but it's, um, I guess I shouldn't care about it. Um, How he relates to people and how they relate to him and how these people, um, specifically Martin and Agat, kind of find their their selfhood again, separate from Thomas by the end of the movie, leaving Thomas kind of alone and adrift and riding his bike for hours through the Paris streets. Um, so we, we talked about this earlier. No, we haven't talked much. I, I hate this movie. You oh. hate it? Are you Mario hate it or you hate it, hate it? I just, I just don't like it. I, I think it's too easy. Mm. Oh. How so? I just, write this down. just which one we did next. No, um, no it just... It, Everything about this movie just feels simple, right? It feels... Oh. This is like the least simple movie. Really? <laughs> the story is no, fucking I, I nuts. Thought, I, thought it was, but okay. I thought it was too easy. Um, like, I love Franz in this, um, but, like, everything else besides that just was hmm. too... I don't want to say dumb, but just, like, too... Because everyone else, everyone like kind of ended up where they were like an hour ago. Yeah, exactly. Then mm. my problem with this movie is like it. They, it's just it's it's a it's a zero sum sort of movie. Yeah, I think that's really interesting. I um I don't I don't disagree with you like uh, narratively, but I think how they get there is is um it's a worthy journey. Um, how they get there, I think specifically the Agat character, um, Adele Exarchopoulos is. Um, I think she's fantastic. In that. She's fantastic in the way that, and she's a fully realized character wherein they establish her as like very self-assured. Is she? Yeah, because mm. they, they establish her as a very self-assured. I, I, I thought this like Ben, like Winslow and uh, Franz Rogowski. fucking just fucking each other. And no, they only do that once mm. on, on screen. Yeah, I know. So, but like the point, I mean, I think the, the point of this movie is that they have this guy and I'm, it's not, no one has written about it this nice way, part. a little bit. No, I don't, 
these people have heard me burp on this show <laughs> a million times. I'm sure there's somebody somewhere that's turned this into there's a like a deep Reddit thread of like the timestamp Tom burps on this podcast. Um, they they um, he is a significant person, and this movie is never because Iris Sachs, I think. Again, I should probably go back and revisit most of his movies before I kind of say this definitively. He's not really interested in the political here, so they're never going to say like this movie's about a, like toxic masculinity or anything like that. He's a no. guy. I mean, it could be he is toxically masculine. There's, there's no, but there's no, there's not, no agenda not, here. No, yeah, yeah. no, he's significant, and they recognize him not just as a significant person in the art world, but that his energy his raw like animalistic energy is one that you kind of give yourself over to so when a guy who looks exactly like thomas is like you know wants to you know uh go back to his place with um a guy she's like no i'm not into you anymore and then when he comes to find her at like wherever she you know wherever she's going and he's like, oh, give me one more chance. And she's like, no, give me your keys. And she just kind of sends him packing. But when she's around Thomas, she gives herself over to his, his energy. And his energy becomes the centrifugal force of her life until she goes through enough stuff that she can have that realization that, like, no, I'm my own person again. So she starts reestablishing her, her, her selfhood. Is, is she a thing, though? Like, is she a person? Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. I don't think she is. Well, how so? I just, I, I think it's like, I think my problem with this movie is it's too much uh, Franz and too much Ben Munchlaw and they're just, they're the intensity and she's just like a third party. Um, well, but that's kind of the point that's because kind of, yeah. she says that literally at the end of that's, the movie. It's just going to be when, they, when he gets her pregnant and she, then she's going to fade to the background and she's not comfortable with that. And so, so. she reclaims her selfhood and says like I'm not going to have your baby. I'm going to cut you out of my life when you come groveling back to me wearing a half a shirt or wearing a velvet tuxedo. Got the costumes in this. Really. Yeah, it's great. Um, <laughs> I mean and it works. To, to say this, I think Franz uh Rog Whiskey is amazing. Okay, can we can we So, let's talk on that just cuz I can't tell if I hated his performance, or if I just hated the character so much. No, he's he's just a. He, I think you hate the character dick. so okay, much. I just yeah, I was yeah. I was battling he's, that watching this whole movie because he's a fuckboy. Like that's so that's he, what he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. And if I just I don't know, there's just you have to watch Transit. I, yeah, I, or any of it. I've never seen him freedom, in yeah. anything before. Um, but I don't know. I just and I really like Ben Winshaw in this movie. Mm-hmm. It just I, I, could, I couldn't get Paddington out of my head while watching it, which was weirded with the gay sex scene. But um. Was, uh, I, I think he was great in this. Yeah, I thought he was. I thought, I thought it was just too easy. It, mm. it just, I think you should watch it again. I think it's overcomplicated for for overcomplicated <laughs> sake. You're like, I don't. I don't know if I'm ever. See, watch the thing, it again. I don't know if it's. I don't know. I and this is the thing. So I respond to this movie more than I responded to past lives because I don't think it's. I think it's. It's. I think it's not overcomplicated. It's doing exactly what it needs to do to express the things that it needs to yeah. express. So, like, one of the things that, like, it wants to express is because everyone's kind of, everyone, in the moment that we meet these characters, and it's not a super long time, it's maybe, like, two months or so that, Probably. like, that we're in their life or that we're in their orbit, he is, everyone's kind of pushing back on him a little bit. Um, Martin, specifically, I got, because she's kind of resistant to his shit, like, for a while, is 
is doing that too. And so he's, um, he's done this a lot of times, you know what I mean? And so it's a pattern that is, has clearly been established that Martin's just kind of like, I don't want to, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. Well, the thing I like about him is he's gross. Yeah. He's, he's awful. He's, he's an awful person. Super gross. Yeah. Oh, for sure. But he's also very like, he's in his grossness. He's very like adolescent. Like yeah. that scene when he's in the bathtub, he looks like a little kid with like that was a so little weird. bit of chest. But, yeah, it like, made this sense. is so weird. Yeah. But um, yeah, the Unsettling clothes he, the clothes he wears accentuates like that was a weird choice too, just to go over to this girl's house and just jump to her bathtub and by yourself. And that's <laughs> and she's and he's like, come in with me, and she's like, no, nah, no See, thanks. So that's my problem with this movie though is like Ben Wishlaw is not as good of an actor as Franz and. Well, it's, just a, I, it's a different I energy. Think, I don't think he's at that level that he needs to be. I think he's. Um, it's it's a Ben Wishaw is going to give you a specific energy. Yeah, and it's going to be. I think it's the wrong energy. Well, I think it's. Uh, and so I'm. Well, I'm not going to dis. Um, I disagree, but I understand if only because Franz Rogowski is like raw lightning, and Adele Exarchopoulos well, is also yeah, well, just kind of like raw fucking lightning. Well, and then Ben Rogowski, Wishaw is like Franz acting. Rogowski is like we've talked about this. He's one of the best actors. Oh, in he's the world. fantastic. Yeah. Um, okay. But when you have these two, when you, you have, have to watch Trans. Okay. Yeah. When you have these two actors who are just these literally two, when they're yeah, on the screen, just you're just like, what the fuck is like, this is unbelievable. And that's why the NC 17 thing is like, so yeah, this movie, what? Yeah. When, when he was, let's, let's talk about this. Why is this movie rated NC 17? Homophobia. <laughs> it's gotta be because there's, and we talked about this. There's this, this the gay sex. Isn't that bad? It, it's, it's long. The duration, but like yeah. you never see anything. No, you don't. And she is not naked one time. Yeah, no, it's it's. it's I'm not just, like I'm not 100 percent sure what they're what they're protesting. It here. doesn't make yeah. any sense. It's stupid. I don't know. They they must not have wanted to fight it. And it whatever. feels like Angel Hernandez <laughs> made a made a rating. I am. Um, right? I just think like so. I just don't believe that Ben Wishaw's character would be in a relationship with that guy to begin with because he just seems like an adult. That was my one problem with the movie really? is that they okay. don't seem. I don't get how that. They don't. How they're married? That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I know. They it's made fair. a decision to knot themselves together. I'm just like, I don't, I don't necessarily buy, buy that because that they do not have the energy for each other. It so, just then it didn't work. Didn't I, make sense right. to me. I would disagree in the sense of I I could see Ben Winchell wanting to be with Adele. No, I could see Ben Winchell wanting to be with Thomas's energy, but they've been married for like. Years? I forget how many six years years. they say. I don't know if Five they did. They say it. I didn't hear. Uh, maybe but did. maybe I'm just. But they already I watched they, too they, many movies last night. <laughs> they have a country house and everything like. So they had to be together for. a but while. But I, I, I think he would want to be married. Well, I just think he wants somebody that's more together, and so that's when he starts dating that novelist who like has thoughts and ideas about mm-hmm. his work. It seems like and an what adult. he's doing can, exp- can like can express not just like. His ideas, but like why he might not be comfortable expressing his ideas, where like Thomas is is all raw energy, and you either you either he's either going to express himself or he's not going to express himself. He's either going to manipulate you or he's just going to be he manipulates like everybody. I hate that. I just hate the right. character so much. No, you, I, I mean I hate really the character hate, too, but he's oh, okay. I hate I hate the character, well, but I he's fantastic him. in this. I mean, it, like his. I think the, of the that performance character. is so right. good that I viscerally hate that character. I guess so for sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, Because I was just getting so every time I was just getting so mad at him. But the film, I love the again. I know I love the no score. Um, That's a thing that's kind of becoming a. a, 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 I'll be honest, I didn't didn't even notice that. That's a good right. That's interesting. Um, I love some of the framing. Um, I love some of the compositions. Um, I I think it looked great. Yeah, and it looked very naturalistic and stuff. it's definitely a favorite of mine this year. It's it's another one that I want to I want to think about and I want to consider more. I want to maybe go rewatch it and and um, look at some of those shots again. I want to try to find a reason. If we get uh, like a Christian Petzold movie. Oh yeah, well, you know Christian Petzold and Iris Axe are different filmmakers, but I would like to do. I'd like to figure out a different. I'd like to Christian figure out is, uh, why a German director who directed. Uh, so this movie is 121 minutes and. There's two or three pretty extended sex scenes where, which, like, if you combine all of them is, like, three to five minutes, and you're just, like... There's like, too much. Why are you... Not even... It's, it's not, not too, too much. much. It's just, like, is it it's, serving a, a narrative that, Well, that's what I mean. They're yes. Just, just, I don't know if it's serving just, a narrative it's purpose. Sex. I know, but... Sure. But I, don't, I also don't know if it's... A, a, a filmmaker of Ira Sachs's, um level and his career doesn't need to say like people have sex for a while so i'm gonna show the most natural like we get it yeah. like we understand it's because i watched it at one o'clock in the morning last night um and again it's it's i wasn't tired i didn't fall asleep i just i like was wide awake for the whole thing um you know as a testament to how good how invested i was in the film there was just some parts of it that i was just kind of like i would like to like think more about yeah. this. I would like to think more about about this stuff. Um, a film, I think, where well, thinking... So, like, the sex scenes and passages are, like, a little on the nose compared to, like, Cassandra. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think... The Cassa- I think Cassandra's sex scenes are, like, not as noticeable. But I would argue that what I appreciated about the sex scenes in passages is that there's less risk there the risk is not narrative the risk is emotional that's and that's right. the yeah, thing yeah. that i yeah, like yeah. um so that's again you know add that to the list of like rope things like the, the the guy who's gay but has a family and like he's like my wife is gonna find out it's like i personally don't care if your wife finds out no like that's not interesting to me anymore what's interesting to me in the sex scenes and passages is like what does this do to like what does this do to this relationship? Yeah. After this, it's one of those. It's, I guess, and maybe this is. I'm talking myself into it. It's um, one of the only movies I've ever seen where, like, the sex they're having sex, and you're saying, "I'm very curious what's going to happen the next morning." Yeah. Like, and it's always. And in this movie, it surprised me every single time. Talk about great sex scenes, though. It's the last movie. We're no, we have one more. No. VHS. VHS. Fuck. VHS, Mario. What is that handsome dude? Is that on? (laughs) There's the lady of the hour. She did it! She did it! I don't think that you know what you're dealing with. Why don't you just tell us where you got these videotapes from? Tell us what they are. You should just watch them. 
Tell us about VHS. Well, you know, it's... So VHS is... is <laughs> this is a horror series. They, uh, they haven't all been on Shutter, right? Uh, or are no, they? So, like the last three have been on Shutter. Okay. So VHS is a horror series. Uh, originally, it was directed by solid directors, and now it's not. Um, the VHS 1985 is directed by Scott Derrickson. Uh, that's all that David matters. Bruckner. David Bruckner. Uh, Gigi Saul Guerrero. Yep. Natasha Kamani. Get it. And Mike P. Get Nelson. It, yeah. um, and it kind of, so they, they all, I've only seen one of these previously. It was really? the... Um, okay, so we've watched... I only saw the first two. Okay. I've seen two, and then this one. Me too. And I like two. Oh, I, oh, you didn't see the original. I didn't see the original. Oh, okay. Because we were doing... I watched the Adam Wingard one for... Specifically well, Adam for... Adam Wingard the, did the first two. He did... Yeah, but I... Uh, did he do the first two? Yes. He did. Oh, okay. So I only watched the so second Adam Wingard one. and... Uh, Simon Barrett did the first two. Did Ty West do the first two as well? No, Ty West did the first Just one. Just the first one? The first, first one, one. Yeah. But um, Simon Barrett and Adam Wingard did one and two. Joe Swanberg did the first one. Too. So yeah, I watched the... Se- Joe Swanberg? Did he do one? He, no, yeah, he, was in, he was I don't think just one, I think, yeah. I yeah. was... Um, I watched the... Uh, <laughs> I watched the, um, the second one, and I didn't watch the first Adam Wingard one. I watched the one when they go into that like abandoned school or whatever, and then there's like a, a a ghost on like a like a surgical table or something that kind of like there's like a horned beast. Yes, or something. yeah, Remember yeah, yeah, yeah. For, the, talking, for the guest I, podcast, talk about the which one? I don't remember. Doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah. matter. Um, but there's I mean they all. So I'm going to ask questions and I'm going to pretend like I don't know this stuff because this is good podcasting. Um, they all have this kind of like um, a like a central. Film that they kind of runs did through. Not anymore. Now it's just like um, vignettes. Now it's just like yeah, vignettes. Anth- now it's just like Anthology. it's its own thing. Yeah. Well, this has that Rory, that like shape shifting. Yeah, yeah, the Rory that, thing is. But that was just is, that was kind of just David, thrown in. Which is David Barrett, David. I think. Or the total copy is David Bruckner. Yeah, Bruckner. David Bruckner fucking destroyed this movie. It was like, pretty good. Was, I thought it was good until the until the last vignette. Really? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't buy the I, little claws on the on the. I like the you, penis you tentacles. You didn't buy like the, I love. Uh, I love the payoff though. You didn't buy. See, the I didn't payoff? like the payoff. Oh, I, I liked thought, everything oh. up up until the payoff. We, we yeah. broke no, all in laughter. Oh, because we talked about the payoff and like. I didn't like the story until the payoff. The payoff. Oh, was personally, See, that's why this is a good podcast. <laughs> yeah. This is why this is a good podcast. No, the uh, hip thrust payoff was fucking. It amazing. was so good. It was just a good joke. It was like, oh, sure. It was just like, I appreciate, like, David Bruckner. Like, he directed um, Wrong Turn, Mm -hmm. the Wrong Turn remake. And I respect the shit out of, like, what he did Mm -hmm. because it was fun. Mm -hmm. Scott Derrickson, however. Well, let's. What the fuck did he do? I want to lead up to the Scott Derrickson question because I feel very similar to you. What was your favorite one out of uh, these? No Wake slash Ambrosia. Yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't it's close. You like that one? Easily. So I like that one too. I did like the um, the God of Death one, the Earthquake one. 
I thought that was. I thought, yeah. I thought that had yeah. a cool. I, I liked a solid it. I liked, ending. Mario liked so, it more than I did. I liked, I liked, um, <laughs> he, he liked the very end. I liked the end too. I thought, the, I thought, I liked, so I liked, the thing about, I liked about that was the, um, the build up to it, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, I felt like it would have been a more fun had it been just a story about like an earthquake. Not, see, I liked the idea. My only problem with it is that, like, I, the I was, entire Aztec thing, like, oh, I thought that was super cool. That was like super fun for me. And not because I love the Aztecs. I just thought like it was a cool like setup and payoff. Where no, but I think I I would have loved for them to have gone down further than like the basement, and then like a door opens and like oh, there's all these Aztec Aztec drawings. The the thing I respected about that was like just how hard like the director like went in that movie. It very much felt like a old school like. Universal Studios yeah. um, ride, like Earthquake, oh, or like yeah, the yeah, Jaws yeah. rides or something, where you like you sit on a thing and then like the cart tilts and I, like the floor goes up. And I was like, this feels. That did, like I mean, a you're good right. Time. I didn't think about so, it, but that's exactly what it I felt remember like. telling Andy like that this girl showed like her tits, and like it was the director, like <laughs> but she just like went so in. But it's narratively like, appropriate. Narrative, yeah, exactly, and like. That's the thing I respected about it was like she went hard. Like was, she went so intense. I just like the idea that they took a they took a um, you know a natural disaster, a, a natural, real event, and, yeah. they, and they. I didn't put, love that though. Like it's an eighty. Like that actually happened. It did, and I'm I'm not usually pro things actually happening, like being turned into like fodder for yeah. for like a, a a fun stupid horror thing. But I thought they did because it was. Attached to some kind of something native dumb. conceit, yeah. that it was like it, it was it was it wasn't like um, the new Exorcist movie, which takes I, not I didn't say it either, never, but I know like I the plot. It takes it. like a, a the earthquake in Haiti and turns it into like the inciting incident for like what happens. Yeah. Do, do they? That's bad. yeah. That's so like bad. apparently yeah. Leslie Odom Jr.'s wife is like is eight and a half months pregnant with the, one of the girls who gets. Oh, uh, so possessed, the, the thing, and then she, he delivers think, her during the earthquake, and blah, blah, blah. the thing I I enjoyed about the movie was like she like leaned into it, and it was intense. Yeah, and, like that was good. There's and, there's some funny one liners in there too. <laughs> I don't know. The, that, it was, that being said, <laughs> well, you saw like, like, no, no. But real quick about the no wake <laughs> thing, I thought that was super, no wake is it was perfect. super cool because those people got fucking killed, and then they came back to life, and I was like, what? No, what so, the fuck? So, so yeah, Rhea, I was, we were talking about No Wake. Actively surprised. So, like, re hated it. I, well, I didn't love the No Wake part, but once it turned so, into Ambrosia, I'm like, I want a whole feature on that family. Yeah. I want to know more about this weird yeah. cult. So I want to no see what is going that, on like, there. The entire thing about No Wake that lost us was, like, there's a movie called Downstream. Um, it's a Australian horror movie, I think. Did you just okay. tell me to watch it? No, don't watch it. Oh, oh okay. But it's the entire premise of the movie is basically sniper um, in a boat. A sniper, yeah. It's a sniper that kills like five, ten people, and so we watch this and we're like, um, "That's what we're doing here." Yeah. But then when that movie kept going, yeah, I was like, "That's fucking amazing." It, it, this is the only guy that I've never heard of before, Mike P. Nelson, who did it. Mm-hmm. So I'm very curious to see what he's got yeah brewing well, he, up there he doesn't even so have a wikipedia does, page so he does um he did um wrong turn 
which is fine. Oh, that was Bruckner. No, we're talking about Mike P. Nelson. No, Mike P. Nelson did wrong turn. Did he? Or yeah. what did David Bruckner do? David Bruckner did... Um, oh, the signal? Oh, you're right. He did. Okay. The ritual and the... Oh, the night house. He did the night house. Oh, Love the night house. house yeah. uh, but Mike P. Nelson did um, Hellraiser. Or mm. not Hellraiser. Um, wrong turn. Mm. But... Oh, it was fun. I think it was, it was really creative, and I just wanted to see what would... I, wa- I wanted to keep going. Yeah, my only problem with Ambrosia was that that girl had clearly never held a gun before, yeah. and it was very obvious. Yeah, and I was like, oh, just cast somebody who's held a gun. Jesus Christ. I mean, she's like so, 15 years I, old. I, will, I won't say this, though. Uh, Talk about <laughs> Scott Derrick. God, that guy was... This was the lazy... What? This was so lazy. Not <laughs> even that it was lazy. The My big bummer... Derek. It was so lazy. My bummer was that, like, there was moments of the movie where they didn't... He didn't even, like, adhere to the conceit of the, the yeah, project. he's using digital. No, we, we, talk, we talk about this. Not even like, using digital. It's that, like, in that hallway gunfight scene, there's handheld fucking camera. Yeah. And that nobody's established themselves. It's not body cam footage. It's not anything. It's yeah, just he, action he got, he got, like cameras. He got Fuck John you. Ransom Fuck to, like, you. do whatever. Yeah. No, we... But it's terrible. And the idea that, like, oh, I'm going to turn a camera on here, I'm going to have a camera on here, I'm going to have a camera. Like, oh, yeah, let's, was, go, let's get all these camera angles. What That's the fuck super was cool. What was John Ransom doing in that movie? I don't it was know. so bad. <laughs> I liked the, um, the I liked second, John Ransom, the second but... kill dream sequence. Oh, no. Was awesome. I thought, because it, it was um, fucking sinister. It was just. But like the the muttering voices what? over the top of it, just, that like it, weird no, he's square. Just, he's just doing sinister. Yeah, that was. I thought that was like super effective. But then, because well, like, we talked about this, I was just like, that's sinister. Yeah, yeah. But the like the trying to steer into camp with like the cop who's got like the huge mustache. It's like you're not like Freddie Rodriguez. Freddie Rodriguez. Yes, yes, yes. Who else? What who was sh- he? Who doing? else should be in this thing? What was he doing? I mean, I appreciate what he was trying. I don't know. If I like what he was trying to do too, but it's the idea that was it on purpose or was it oh, just bad? I think it was definitely or on purpose. It had to be. It was it so bad. And that's I think the thing that makes it worse is that Scott Derrickson was not doing what he could. He was like, I can spend as much money on this as I want, and I'm purposely going to make it bad. Yeah, it felt mailed in. Right, and like that's the thing. Like the techno god one is, is that's. Terrible. <laughs> but I also know that they did it with nothing. It's goofy. It's, it's, goofy. Super, yeah. it's super goofy. But it looked a lot better, and I liked it like she's way more. It was a, like it, she was trying. That's the thing. It's an, honest, it's an honest, genuine take on the on the premise of the yeah. of the VHS I, I series. Like, I like the restrictions that VHS gives them. Right. And then yeah, he's just like, ah, fuck all that. I don't care. Like, right. I'm just going to fucking I'm gonna do, do what I want. And they were just like, oh, you're Scott Derrickson, so we'll let you. And I was just kind of like, it's as soon as they hit a couple the of those movies, movie, like those moments, I was like, well, this just yeah, and feels the, and the thing that, gross. And the thing that pisses me off is the fact that, um, dream directors, um, radio silence. Yeah. Radio silence produced that movie. And oh, they did. Yeah. And that pissed me off. Yeah. Like they just, it just, I, it was so easy. It was for just them. so disingenuous. It, it, yeah, that's what I kept feeling the whole like. Why are we doing this aspect ratio? No one else is doing this. Like you're yeah. not. You just. I think it. Most directors would think it'd be fun to like use old VHS cameras, try to like record it oh, with yeah, all the constraints, like, and he's just like, nah. He's like, no, I'm going to use a one thousand dollar digital camera instead of a two thousand dollar digital camera. Use terrible filters. I'm just going to throw, throw, throw a camera, and I'm just going to put it. I'm going to put it up yeah. here where a security camera goes, but it's not going to be a security camera. It's going to be an expensive digital camera. Yeah, I mean, it, this shit made me long for the. Um, 
and again, I, I, the project as a whole, I think, is is worthy, and I kind of I, yeah, I think I'm going to go like back the, and kind of dig first, into yeah, some more the of them. Mike B. Nelson one is fucking amazing. Yeah, and but like, like it made literally me, like one of the best horror movies. The Scott I've Derrickson seen. thing made me long for the you know the uh, Guillermo del Toro Cabin of Curiosities. Like, if you're going to yeah. do this, do it, and if you're going to do this. Do that. Well, you can't yeah. do both things because that's fucking garbage. Yeah. So that's the thing that pissed me off about it is like Scott Derrickson didn't give a shit, and it like and you it, are like and it, you and it anchored direct- the movie and it just it, it kind of brought right. the whole thing yeah. down. Like, yeah, you're, and it was you're, kind, he clearly told them I'm gonna do is it do I want to do one of these cool and they were just like well yeah and he's well, like yeah. this is what I made and they're like oh they, I'm sure they were probably just like. Internally, they're like, this isn't really what we're supposed to do. Like, it's fucking Scott Derrickson. Just put it up there. Well, yeah, that's what pissed me off about is like the fact that like he's the biggest director and like who's like I'm just gonna do whatever. Yeah, I and do. the the big and problem like, with that was that if they guy. left that one out, you got a cl- a, a clean hour and a half like experience, he's, and he the worst blows it's the it worst out. Movie, yeah, yeah, it's weird. It's very, very, very weird. Um, there's no transition from that conversation to the next conversation that we're gonna have about bottoms is neither weird nor disappointing or any of those things so we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and we're going to fucking blow this shit out talking about bottoms could the ugly untalented gays please report to the principal's office guess that's you guys Tonight is our night. We're getting the cooch. I'm gonna talk to Brittany. You can say hi to Isabel. What would I say? Hey, girl, how's your boyfriend? How's his penis? I'm gonna expel you both for committing a crime against Jeff. Get out of the car. You can't tell me what to do. Get out of the freaking car. We were just practicing for our self-defense club. So it's like a fight club? Yes. Just stay in your lane until you're munching Beaver at Wesleyan. Yes, sir. What's your plan here? Jeff is psychotic, and they're picking on the weak and defenseless. So we teach a bunch of girls how to defend themselves. They are grateful to us. Adrenaline is flowing. Next thing you know, Isabel and Brittany are kissing us on the mouth. You can be our club advisor. You know, my mom did say I need to pick up a hobby. Welcome to our fucking fight club. Let's get it popping in this motherfucker. I want that trophy. To have a safe space like this, it means a lot to people. I'm gonna finally reverse stalk my stalker. Yeah, I'll be able to kill my stepdad. Awesome. It seems so supportive of women. Especially the hot ones. Men need therapy. Are you cheating on me? No! I literally saw you yesterday. So nerd, I fucked your mom! We are literally at the bottom. We have nowhere to go but up. Your club is over. They deserve a shot at showing everybody how fucking cool they are. Let's go fuck up some football players. You created a fight club to get some coochie. You don't even know how to work that thing. I know y'all ain't tickling the pearl. I just don't know if you're supposed to be talking to us like that, just like as a teacher. Bottoms. It's directed by M.S. Seligman. Starring Rachel Sennett. They worked together on Shiva Baby. And Ayo. Talk about what you liked. What? And 
They had a beer. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I have a beer. Who I love. She's, she's okay. I love her. Fuck off. <coughs> she needs to do something this is amazing. Else. What? What? She needs a new move. Watch the bear. Yeah, I did watch the bear. Yeah. You did. I've <laughs> very be a real Andy deep, and Mario. I've deep teaming up against the. No, against I love. The, I th- I like the bear. I think um, it's a show that couldn't be made more for me, so it's probably. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we it's like a separate podcast that maybe if we want to do after we could record it like after this and talk about the bear and bear finally, which the bear he's got to finish bear too. Th- thumbs up, Barry. Big thumbs down. Oh boy. So Barry season three, big season four. That's terrible. We'll have to do another. Tremendously Wait, what? <laughs> tremendous direction. Garbage TV show. Because it's a TV show. Unlike the bear, which is something. What the in and fuck? Of itself. Okay. We'll, Blowing we'll minds here. We'll the, the podcast may not last, guys. Um, PJ and jo- I'm gonna read. I'm just gonna read here some things uh, from Wikipedia. PJ and Josie are two lesbian best friends at Rockbridge Falls High School who have never had sex. Josie pines for Isabel, a popular cheerleader, while PJ is infatuated with Isabel's best friend and fellow cheerleader, Brittany. Because of circumstances, they decide they're going to uh, start some kind of um, fight club, uh, women's fight club, so they can learn self defense with Marshawn Lynch, who's fucking amazing. Awesome. Yeah, so good. Um, <laughs> as, their, as their counselor. Um, and they do. And things happen, um, which aren't necessarily related to the plot. And we'll talk about a lot of stuff, I'm sure, as what's we talk your, about what's this your stuff. What's your opinion to this movie? I liked it. Okay. So my opinion. So again, so I'm I'm going into. I sometimes feel a little bit like the outsider in this podcast. That's, that's because that yeah. <laughs> not because I dislike this movie because I liked it a lot, but the movie reminded me a lot of. And again, we have a totally different reading of this of of Blackberry. So that's like for starters. This movie reminded me a lot of Blackberry, where it's a oh, lot just, of fun. I, I just like Blackberry. Sure, it's I a lot love of, it. Like that's it's a lot of fun. I I like I enjoyed the shit out of Blackberry. I just don't think it worked on the level that it I thought it wanted to work. And I thought the same thing about this movie. I laughed out loud a bunch. I thought it was super fun, but I thought that it wanted to be, it wanted to be significantly emotional, and then yeah. also. It wanted to do some stuff, but then also exist in this alternate reality where like nothing is real and stuff is like it's weird. It, yeah, it's, it's satirical. It's, 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 Are so we gonna do this again? <laughs> We're doing this again, and that's the thing. And I'm it's so we both love this movie. Right? Yeah. yeah, it's satir. It wants to be satirical and and grounded emotionally it's at the same grounded. time. I, well, fuck off! It's not. Grounded. I don't think it tries to ground at all. It's not it's grounded at all. One hundred percent tries to ground. Itself. No, how? In the in the whole relationship in between the two ca- the two no, main characters, this, this movie's just um, like I don't know. This um, is like a biting commentary. This movie's just like American Dad, or I'm not a big fan of American Dad. I don't. I see. That's the thing. I, and I'm I hesitate to I hesitate to say that there's any kind of misreading going on. American Dad is stupid. This and movie is also This movie stupid. has its stupid moments. This but movie it is also, smart, I think. But this all movie also wants to be not that it wants to be taken seriously as like an Oscar contender or wants to be taken seriously as like trying to um you know, it's it's not trying to do it's not trying to save anybody. 
No. But it is trying to make a, it is trying to make a point. I think it's it? it's making fun of like a lot of tropes. It I is. Mean, that's all. That's, that's a, but that's what, my that's my point is that it's making fun of tropes this, while also trying to say something about but like how's this movie like making fun of anything like it's making fun of lots of stuff. Yeah, like ninety like ninety. They kill somebody only. with a no, they it, kill somebody with a sure. sword at the end of the movie. <laughs> I mean that's. <laughs> The, the, the mascot to, has a giant penis the, at the end of the movie. The, the, <laughs> the football player is wearing their entire uniforms. Like, it's the whole not trying movie. to do like its own thing, though. It's like trying to be fun. It's trying not. to exist in a world where we are, and this is exactly like Blackberry. It's trying to, and again, I could be wrong. We're going to have a conversation about it. It's trying to exist in a world where it's holding movies like it accountable. The t- it's using, and it's using them, it's using its tropes as its foundation. Mm-hmm. The, the teen sex comedy. Yeah. But it's also saying real things about uh, women's empowerment, about toxic... Ma- of course, it has to be. Well, yeah, it, it's because it's, it's, it's inverting the tropes from the like, 90s sure. high school. And it's, what I'm, all I'm saying is that those when, when they try to invert the tropes and have those real conversations, they don't land for me. And this is exactly like BlackBerry where... Because they're doing this one thing, when they try to do the other thing, it doesn't land, even though I am enjoying myself watching this movie. So the scene with Kaya Gerber and Rachel Sennett in, in bed and stuff like that is a is a awkward scene. And it's not awkward because it's 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 not awkward because it's um Weird, or it's you know, it's not like a, it's not like a uh, Sarah Sherman sketch on Saturday Night Live or something like that. It's two people having a misunderstanding about a, like which gender they're attracted to. Mm-hmm. And it's, well, but like that scene is whatever. But like the scene with um, a uh, is it Barry? Io Atabiri. Io Atabiri. Yeah. And um, what's her name? Uh, Havana Rose Lee is is cute. I think that seems fun. Sure. Hmm? And that's the thing. But that's and like they actually have sex in that scene. And that's all I'm saying is that those scenes are genuine. Yeah. So, so those are to, real life. And they try with to the, marry so them with. That's fair. Right. I, I get what you're and saying. And that's, that's, that's where I butt up against it. And that's always going to take a little bit of the shine off for me. Even though I thought mm. the ending was fucking great. <laughs> yeah. I thought aspects of this. I thought the, well, the we, two leads are great. I mean, we talked about Lynch, this. Yeah. We talked about this. Like you don't like. That that movie is weird. Like you don't like. We talked about no, like, no. So like. so what? What happened was when I got in there, I didn't know what to expect. Neither, neither did I. And I did not know. It, it took me like ten minutes to figure out what they were doing. Mm-hmm. And once they did, I I buckled myself in. I was ready for this. What they were doing because you see the football player in a cage in the classroom. Like okay, now I see yep. what you guys are doing. And I was ready. And that's <clears> the thing. And I guess that's what I want. That's exactly where I want to say. And that's where my mind goes. That I was also ready for that. And then they kept wanting to do these, you know, the scene where they're all sitting in a circle and kind of telling their stories yeah. of, of, you can't do, you can't have Ruby Cruz, who's fantastic in this movie, really have good. her character, yeah. you know, experience what she's experiencing and then have a... You can't do it? No, you can't do it, I don't think. And I don't think they... Why? And then have her get the fucking piss beat and like the fucking no, shit beat out of her I, by I, a man. I think I think that scene is amazing. I, th- like it, I, th- I think that's why it's funny because it, it, it takes you down and then see, it gets. And I don't think that's. But my my point is that I don't think that moment is played for laughs. It's no, not it's when not that man not. comes out of that cage. 
It's not played for laughs. And up until then, they've tried to straddle the line between big laugh satire and, like, real danger. Well, it's not played for laughs. Like, that scene is played for intensity. Right, and I'm saying that you can't... What I'm saying you is You don't that, think you can do that scene? I don't think you can do both things. You can't have a, you can't have a loose movie that doesn't seem to care about, like, anything and is just kind of like a, a satire of tropes and being like, we're going to put this woman in danger. No, but I think because that, I think you I have think, to commit yourself scene, to I one. Think that or scene, I think that scene works amazingly because of how like. See, I think it would work better if if the satire was more pointed and more focused, and it seems to want to be very, just make fun of high school movies and also do this other I thing. I don't think so. I mean, uh, what do you think? I I think that scene works because like it's. I definitely, I definitely think... It, I like how intense it is. So the thing, I won't disagree with you because it feels intense, but I don't think it's... I mean, I don't think it's narratively... She, like, it's, get, gets, like, her shit pushed in. But I don't think amazing. it's... What I'm saying is that it's not narratively earned because they are... They're selling out those feelings. I don't think it's... There's no... There's no line through the movie where they're going to do... It thinks that there's going to take you there, and then as soon as it takes you there, it abandons it. And do does more satire stuff, and again, I don't think they're doing it on purpose. I think they're, I don't, I think they're trying to do a couple. I think they're trying to do something really complicated, and they're not nailing it every time. The thing that works for me in that scene is like she, you're not expecting this girl to just get her shit pushed in, right? Like, and she does. I don't. Right. I don't love the phrase shit. Yeah, that's that's what I'm laughing. Yeah, you keep saying it. Only because, like, they're literally talking about sexual assault yeah. and, like, rape well, the whole movie. And Sorry, I, I mean, say it that way. But, like, yeah, you I don't know. expect her to, like, get beat. I mean, no. She just gets fucking beat. But I was and, also, it's, and, like, the actress. Um, Ruby Cruz. Ruby Cruz is just but I also amazing. But I wasn't, that, looking, so I wasn't looking for that. Yeah, I, I don't think the film needed to have her get her fucking ass kicked by a, a jock in a cage. Um, but I think it. I think it's smart. It. it ha- but it, it was. It was over the top, and I think that's what they're going. That's for. why they were. I think when it you're, is but over the top here's the thing: when you're doing smart. over the top, I don't think it's smart. I think it's over the top, and I think they. I think when you're doing over the top, you have to be careful that it's in line I with. I say shit pushed in. Every, no, no, it's yeah, it's fine. When you're doing over the when you're doing over the top like that, you have to make sure sh- you don't have to make sure anything. I can't tell them what to do. But I prefer a movie that seems focused on its um, themes rather than one that's kind of trying to, and I use this phrase, this exact phrase for Blackberry, that's trying to have its satirical cake and eat, eat it too. too. Yeah, so, so I don't disagree with any of what you're saying. It just works for me. Exactly. What we're talking about is preferences because yeah. I, I was the only, I was alone in the theater and North Haven, cracking up at like lots of it. It's one a, of the funniest movies. I had a movies great I've time. Seen in a long time. And there was lots of scenes in that movie that I thought were just like expertly done. But I thought Shiva Baby nailed its theme. Well, Shiva where, Baby yeah, is a masterpiece. This, I think, this so. yeah, tried to exactly. go. This tried to go broad yeah. and stay um, thematically and culturally relevant, and it just it felt little. Like didn't come together. Weird, like they yeah. were kind of trying to push it together, and it like wouldn't go together, and and it and it didn't enjoy. It didn't ruin my enjoyment of the movie, and it kept doing cool, funny things. But then they would try to do this 
they're trying to do, you know, serious things. I think, oh, you're just not landing it. Like, because you just did this crazy thing a second ago, just like something so, in the hallway. You just did something weird in the hallway, and so then you're having, like, a really that's, dark that's conversation. Like, how did the crazy things not land for you? The crazy things did land. It's the serious things didn't land. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, how did it not land for you? Because you you tried to they tried to butt them up. Yeah, against it wasn't cohesive. It wasn't against, cohesive, is what you're. Yeah, yeah, because they tried to butt them up against a base kind of satire on, or not even satire, but just like um, base tr- uh, subversion of tropes of of like the typical high school sex comedy. So that so I guess that's interesting because like. For me, like this movie, like when it tried to like be intense, it worked. Oh, it's definitely intense, but I'm not sure it. Or it's not because they, I don't know. Bree had the same because they killed a guy with a sword at the end of the movie, which is funny, so funny. which is yeah. hilarious. Yeah, it doesn't earn that stuff. Doesn't earn the like the, the terror relationships of the Ruby and stuff and, of the Ruby Cruz like beating. You know what I mean? Like that, the real emotional terror that. that like her beating is so intense. But that's what I'm saying is that it doesn't. That's real emotional terror, and it it tries to do it tries to do violence on two levels, so it real emotion and 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 satirical violence, and that doesn't work for me. Did not work for you either. Or? No, it worked. For, that's what I'm just saying. I, I, I agree with Tom, but it worked for me. Okay, yeah. I, I get what you're saying, but it just I it, yeah, it, it, like, it almost like broke up because if it's just like satire. Over and over and over again, it almost gets too one notey. So sure, so like when bring, bring, they, they wanted so to do I'm, more I'm gonna, things. I'm gonna say this: when she got beat up, like it gave me kind of an anxiety attack because, like, but, how in. But that's what I'm. But this was, is, what like, you're saying is exactly what I'm saying. It also gave me an anxiety attack, and I actually told someone who was interested in seeing this movie not to see it because you will be triggered by this scene. But then, in twenty minutes or a half hour later. They literally kick a guy's head off and stab people with a sword. Yeah. And then a masked guy with a dick. And you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like these two things, these these two things can exist in the same realm. But they don't. This just felt work, yeah. it just it just didn't work here. And that, and that that's fine. I, I, I again I I don't. I'm really. I liked it, and I liked, and that's the thing. I, the thing I it's, it's as soon as it occurred to me in this movie, I just kept thinking of Blackberry, and I kept thinking of this conversation that we were inevitably <laughs> gonna have. And I was just like, I liked both of those movies. They just, for me, they were both trying to do similar things and both kind of running up into the same problem. Yeah. And is there a way around that stuff? I don't, I don't know. I just don't know if like, I know they wanted to make a teenage sex comedy. I don't know if this movie needed to be a teenage sex comedy to work. Um, because it, it inevitably, it ultimately isn't one. But it's framed yeah. like one. They want to frame it like one and they've talked about it like it should be one. Um, that which makes it almost all the more interesting for its kind of for the ways in which it misses. And again, I, and this is an I'll, I want to say one more thing, and then I'll turn it over to you guys, and you guys could do whatever you want. Hell yeah! Kaya Gerber is beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. She is not an athlete. She's no way she's a fucking cheerleader. If I'm so sick of watching movies where they want somebody to like do a sport or an activity. And like they, they can't throw a punch or like throw a ball or run. Just cast somebody that can or run sh- or shoot a gun as or a callback. Just cast somebody that can do these things. There's a million attractive actresses. And that was so here's oh, and one more thing. That was the other <laughs> thing that I thought was really weird. Because it's Kaya Gerber related. It was directed by a woman, 
um, it was actively talking about like objectification. Mm-hmm. The camera loved Kaya Gerber. Yeah, and they she she shined. And oh, the camera also loved everyone. Um, it 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 hovered on midriffs with for Kaya Gerber a, a lot. lot of times. Yes, it did. You think so? It, it did. did. I thought it. It did. Like. Well, because they were objectifying her. Like, that's a a trope that they were trying to... And that's the thing. The movie should definitely objectify her. I I didn't want the camera to objectify her. Kai Gerber is... um, Cindy Crawford's daughter. Yeah. Yeah. And again, she's she's beautiful. But the camera definitely was just like, isn't she beautiful? And I was like, she is, but you need to do something else here. And she's tall, so she's... And and everyone else is a little short. short. Like, like, Io and, and Rachel are... Very small. And so, so that, like, it's like yeah. problematic. And I did not see that. Yeah. No. It was, it was just, um, it wasn't problematic. It, was it wasn't, just, pro- it wasn't like problematic in the sense that, like, I want this movie to be canceled. It was just like one of those things that I just assumed that a filmmaker of her, like, again, no. Shiva Baby is, is, I, very, is doing something very specific. I, I think that's a, it's a, we should talk about it someday, but I think it's a masterpiece that evokes so much emotion and anxiety that I love. And she was, what, you could tell, Shiva t- Baby? Yeah. So she can feels like she's able to like evoke emotion with her camera in her storytelling, she, and I I'm really interested to see what she does next. But right, and I'm glad they got the chance to make this, and it was clearly their attempt to do something mainstream, and it kind of worked. This movie made some money. It it played in a lot of theaters. Um, you know these these women are stars. Like Rachel Sennett is having like a great year. Iowa Beery is yeah, having a great even year. a greater year. <laughs> um, fant- uh, you know, fantastic. She may she may not win the Emmy ultimately, but she may Probably win the Emmy. Win. Um, especially because nominated like, at least. Well, because they released this, so she's gonna this season of the Emmy. Actually, you know what? Let's stop here. Um, Pivotalfilm.com is still a thing that exists. Go to anything else. <laughs>